Hey, what's up, Sleeland? Hey, Love everybody. Issues. Hey, everybody. Hey, hey. How's it going? Hey, what's up going on, guys? That's Leland here at Spooky. What up, kids? So, we have reached the end of August Action Month. Action August Month. Do, 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 Pew, 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 pew. Is that like MTV News? Do, 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 do. Yeah. I used to just turn into MTV once in the hour just to see what the news was and then it shut it off because, you know, it's not like they were showing videos. Well, I mean, when we were younger, they did. Yeah, but they stopped that around like what, two thousand? Yeah, two thousand. No, because they went Total Request Live, and that kind of took over for showing videos. I would, I would say, TRL was the writing on the wall because they started showing parts of videos. Yeah, and all in that like three hour block. So it was just like, here's the only videos. I don't know. I didn't never watched it, but I'm just saying that was like here for the next two hours is half of videos. And the rest of this is going to be TV shows. Oh, Carson. Yuck. (laughs) I just never cared about that dude. Is he still doing a late show? I have no idea. He's still a celebrity. People like remember him just like... Eric Knees could still be considered a celebrity because I don't think we he's know, considered a we know celebrity. who he is. Hey, I recognize him when he hand me my McBurger. I'm like, hey, you hosted the grind. The grind. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Can't even. Just wow. Anyway, so before we get to the movie, so some new things have popped up in the world. We've got um, we've got a new doctor. Yeah. And he premiered. Peter Capaldi. Um, so that was last weekend. You know, the world, you know, they had a big world premiere. Chris Hardwick was all a flutter. And they did like a world tour where they brought Peter and Jenna around the world, jumping around on planes and being all Doctor Who and shit. They um, played it um, in uh, the theaters like they did for the 50th. Right. On they Monday, the yeah. Fathom events did the event. Um, I, I didn't go. Not either. Um, <laughs> no, I, I watched it on, on Saturday. I'm all right. Um, I enjoyed him. Mm-hmm. The episode was awful. It really took me about three days to sit down and come up with the word awful. Let down would be another really? big word for it. Yeah. I enjoyed the new doctor and, and, and what's going to go on. I think it'll be a decent season, but that opener was a very big disappointment. Um, I think, uh, I, I, I like the episode. It's not as strong as other episodes. It's a clearly. standard f- episode. Um, I think they had the challenge of trying to change the tone of the Doctor quickly. And they only had, you know, like 45 minutes to do it in. Make it an hour, an hour and a half episode and spend some time then. Yeah, like It's I, Doctor Who. It's not like Stephen Moffat could have been like, can we make this a two hour episode? And they're going to go, no. I'm sorry, Stephen. The BBC clearly cannot give you another half hour of screen time for your wildly worldwide successful show. We're going to need you to cut a bunch of corners and make sure that none of this makes a little sense for your audience. As I was, where did the dinosaur come from? Why was it so big? How the TARDIS get there? I'm sorry. I know those aren't the things I should be wondering about. Well, those the, are all I wondered the, about the whole the, fucking the, episode. The dinosaur was there because he swallowed the TARDIS and the TARDIS time traveled. Uh, it was that big the because... The fact that you can drop that and think that is not the question I just asked. You asked where'd it came from. Yeah, where'd it come from? how the TARDIS get from into past. a giant Tyrannosaurus Rex that no one seemed to be bothered by? 
Yeah, everyone was kind of cool with it. Like, like a regular dinosaur is fine. A giant one, everyone's just like, oh, whatever. Uh, it, and it was clearly well, fine staying right there in the Thames. Like, he did feel the need to move. Yeah, it's probably freaked out a bit. But yeah, remember he was talking to it. Through his yeah. accent, I had to rewind several times. Really? Just yeah. to understand it? Which is really unusual. I'm really good with accents. Not the his. I didn't have a problem. I didn't understand yeah, a fucking word he said. There's like, a lot of rewinding. Yeah, like he's... And I mean, they even state, like, he's Scottish. Yeah. No, you're not. You're Gallifreyan. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, no other doctors had to say, I'm English. So why did he well, have to no, say, no, no, I'm no, Scottish? No. They made fun of uh, Nine saying he sounds like he's from the North. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he knew the point at me, like, mm, look who saying, I'm right or wrong. I'm, ju- I'm just saying. Um, uh, uh, ve- 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 Versa? Vestra. Vestra. She said that the, the dinosaurs were that big at the time. She stated that. Oh. Therefore, because she was there. Yeah. Ugh. I think that makes her a pretty good, that reliable bitch. witness. I found all three of them not needed. Really? I felt that I they didn't... just pigeonholed them in there because they were like, "Here's three fan favorites that here's, don't here's need to be you know to help that don't bridge. need to be in this episode. They're just helping you along the way." I I didn't understand how like he trio, went though. from. I like that trio. Okay. I would like them to get something else, just not this episode. Mm. I didn't like that scene with the doctor and the the guy in the alleyway where he clearly stole all his clothes. <laughs> I don't know. I felt it was. I, I thought there was a lot of missing. Con- I felt like I was dropped in the middle of a conversation for the majority of the episode, and I would like to have seen the beginning conversations. A lot of that stuff. It felt like it was written by Grant Morrison. Yeah. So far out there, I'm supposed to think it's brilliant. I wonder how long until he does one. Oh, shut up. I, I bet money they'd let him. I bet they wouldn't. They wouldn't have the fuck. They, they got Gaiman already confusing people. They don't need Gaiman's Morrison. Like, Gaiman's written some really good episodes. He wrote two. So take it down a notch some. like he wrote that's, some. That's two. No, no. It's two. He's, he's he wrote that. one that was awesome and one that was eh, mediocre. I think it was better than mediocre. Uh, I disagree. I mean, clearly, the, the, the doctor's, doctor's wife, wife is. <laughs> Nightmare a, and Silver a great... was a real big letdown compared to the yeah. doctor's wife. Well, that's that's like comparing every other episode to Blink. Yeah, then I can. <laughs> well, then you're always disappointed. I don't know, but I like Peter Capaldi. I'm, I want to see more of him. I'm not. Mm-hmm. He was not my issue. My issue was I felt maybe Stephen. Honestly, I I think Stephen Moffat needs to leave. I think Mark Mark Gatiss needs to take over show running and write it from here on out. I want to see a different writer. I feel that Moffat had his time with Eleven. Mm-hmm. Your time has passed. I'm not against that, um, but I do feel uh, a shift um, that this is going to be about Capaldi as a doctor and not his companions, especially now that we know like Anna right. But that's Coleman's the thing. Then change the writing as well if you're going to shift everything. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Um, yeah, and the fact that she's leaving so quick, all of a it sudden, weird. I was like, mm, guess I, she doesn't like what's going on either. I, I, you I know? think maybe she's she's not getting along. Or they said honestly, it was a mutual. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, this just could be too crazy, and she just doesn't want to be that swept up in it. Yeah, she's happy to have her fair. time. Yeah, because I mean, this this is unlike anything else. This is a unique monster that you know you can really be swept up with. I'd like a male companion back for a while. That would be great. I'm curious, you know, who this... Uh... He'll get a couple in there. I mean, like, a girl and a dude. But they don't have to be a well, couple. Okay. Well, 
Well, well, I don't that's know. my problem with I, Doctor Who a little bit. Was it every young girl has to have a boyfriend or slash couple, either with him or with someone else? Like Donna's the only one that was straight up just his friend. Yeah. Which is, I think, what they're trying to do this season when you know the doctor straight up was like, I'm not your boyfriend. Yeah. Um, no, you're her daddy. So, you know, maybe <laughs> take it down a notch, you know. I felt they were trying to make so much statements and points and stuff that a lot of things just got lost in the translation for me. They they, I, they did try to forcefully change the paradigm. Yeah. Uh, and it comes across as rough and rushed. Uh, it I, does. I, I agree with you with, yeah. with all of that. I did still have a lot of fun watching the episode. I do think that's all um, fun. I think the the adversary of the episode was a you know a, a good solid uh, who villain C-list who, villain who you know like is is deeply connected. We, look, it look, references back. He, it's not like they fought Stilt Man. It wasn't that bad. Uh, <laughs> true. <laughs> you know, um, it's definitely the chameleon yeah. at best. And, and, and I like you know at the end we get a little taste of what's to come. Yeah, I'd like to know who that is. Yeah, I, I would. I've always been um, kind of on the, the fence that I feel that Doctor Who needs more female villains. There aren't very few. Um, there is a female villain from I believe the seventies and eighties shows called the Ronnie. Mm-hmm. The actress just passed away within the last five years that actually played the Ronnie. I would like to think that 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 act. That That's the fe- first that would be her. I was like, that would be exciting if they were bringing back the Ronnie in some act, some way. But you know, she was a female Time Lord that was nuts. Yeah. Or hell, I would like it if it was the Master in a female form. That would be fun. That would be interesting. Because then it plays into the oh, they can change sexes. Yeah, and then that opens us to maybe having a female Doctor for a couple seasons or one season or something. And well, hell, an episode. I you just. Just one episode. Just, <laughs> one, one body swap Just episode. taste it, see how it goes, and they have the world, you know, shut up for a bit. Um, but, yeah, like I said, I enjoyed it, but it wasn't my favorite episode. Out of all those openers, I think this one was very not strong as some others have been. That was all. It's it's not as good, but... Uh, but as, I like him. Yeah. I, I do like him, and I like what he's wearing. It's very I, 90s fashion punk. <laughs> Like, um, like I would have worn kind of, that yeah, to it's my nineties mod. <laughs> yeah, I would have worn that to my prom. <laughs> like, like his boots, I was like, I think I had those boots. <laughs> um, I'm just hoping that the next episode he's kind of simmered down because he was really kind of boiling over, going in a lot of different directions. Mm-hmm. Well, that's usually how the first episode is. True, but to I felt an this extent. one was a little more manic and maybe just aggressive. And yeah. We're just not used to that. He mm-hmm. was very aggressive. Yeah, for whatever reason they've dropped into he's older and that's going to play into the plot, it seemed mm-hmm. like. But, you know, overall, like I said, I it was a, wasn't it's, as strong as it could have been, but I did like him. So I'm on board the who train as it's, if it's, I got it's off. Who. Yeah, it's yeah. who. It's not like we were gonna leave. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean it's yeah, I don't know. I don't know what would make me what was it like the that lat that episode where Neil Gaiman, the Nightmare in Silver, was just like, mm-hmm. this is the last episode with a Cyberman. No, it's not. It's not the trailer. They're in there. <laughs> so you lied. <laughs> well, maybe he doesn't write it. I was like, fuck you, Gaiman. <laughs> yeah, he's the one to blame. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Just think Moffat may have bit off more than you can chew. You know what? Maybe go write your other show. That we now have to wait probably 2016 to find out what the fuck happens. I get it. Sherlock and Bilbo are busy. But you know what? So is the general public waiting. <laughs> what do they got? What do they got? They've only, they're done walking. 
<laughs> they got other movies and things they're, they're doing. But none that are going to walk them is, through Middle Earth. Is, isn't Bilbo also on another show? Yeah, he, but he just got. But that Fargo show is doing the. From what I was, someone told me is that they killed everybody at the end of the season, and oh. they're doing one of those like American Horror Story things, where like the next Re- season is j- another story in the town of Fargo, but everyone has been recast as other characters. I guess because it works on American Horror Story, let's bring it. Yeah, but they keep changing the entire theme of the show. Yeah, I don't know. I know, I didn't personally watch it. I've heard it's very good. Um, I'll get around to it hopefully when I it's saw, on Netflix. I'll check it. I out. I saw like an episode and yeah. not even the whole thing. I'm, and I just was kind of. Have bored. you seen any of those American Horror Story freak show promos? They're starting to pimp out. Uh, I'm a, I'm actually a little. They're nervous so too. disturbing. Yeah. <laughs> the first one was like they've fine. really been kind of upping the ante. Every yes, year. they have. The first one was very simple. The hand and you're like oh that's kind of a weird gross little lizard hand and then the next one was this tongue that was split in half like a snake tongue and he was licking the sides of a lollipop I was like alright you're making me grossed out <laughs> they officially put up the poster today online I think Kathy Bates is the bearded lady <laughs> it's nice to see her fall into a natural role <laughs> I can't wait for the season to start I'm just counting down my time just like yes <laughs> and I know that they're they're doing the pre-orders now on the pop figures for the the, the last couple seasons they're doing oh, like yeah. a random catching up from the seasons yeah they're doing like a random seasons one two and three kind of mix shit son they got an Angela Bassett pop coming out this shit's gonna be next to my Dean and Sam <laughs> With like a snake. Yeah, she got a snake. Yeah. <laughs> Put it right next to Dean and Sam. <laughs> a little little Oreo. <laughs> well, it's the other way, Oreo. <laughs> Reverse Oreo on my shelf. <laughs> yeah, I, I went down a weird hole. I'm just help me get out. <laughs> no, really, help me get out. <laughs> See any good movies recently? <laughs> hey, check that out. Uh, summer's over, as far as movies go. Yeah, I guess uh, once we hit September... That's the official mm-hmm. end. Even though, like, we still get you know a couple kind of big movies. We've we've mm-hmm. said before, August and September were kind of random movies get dumped. Yeah. Um, especially once you get to late August. Um, but it's it's been a summer. Like we've to me, I feel we have a couple really solid hits, and then I think we have a lot of mediocre and lesser movies. Yeah. Now, granted, you saw way more than me. Uh, God, this year. I've seen pretty much everything. So I mean, you... I was running through the list the other day in my head, and I was just like, "God damn!" Yeah, I saw shit that I did I would never have seen. You know what I mean? Well, like, you're, you're a movie reviewer. It's yeah. kind of your job. Yeah, but there's also AC. <laughs> So, theaters are AC. That's what I'm saying. There's AC. Oh, okay. I'll go yeah, sit. Yeah. I'll go sit just, in the just theater. Be cool for yeah. an hour and a half. I sat through a Woody Allen film that I really had no desire to see because, hey, that was two hours of sitting in air conditioning. I don't know if I've ever seen a Woody Allen film, actually. I don't think they're your thing. I don't think so either. I, no. Like, I've never been drawn to it. Like, there's cast members I'd wanted to see, mm-hmm. but I can see them in other movies. That's fair. Yeah, it's his neurotic yeah. kind of personality is um, never... Pleasant surprises for the summer. X-Men Days of Future to Pass. That was still a pleasant surprise. After being so fearful towards it with the most of the part. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, you put the bar on the ground. It was tough to... It, it is. Really. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. guy. Uh, you know... Um, we got Cap 2. That was a, that was a, a smash. That I was mean, awesome. Technically April, but I'm going to throw it in the summer because it was awesome. Yeah, well... Like, yeah. like we said in April, 
The, the summer just keeps coming early. Yeah, I mean, Cap 2 was good. I enjoyed that. I look forward to re-watching that on Blu-ray soon. Mm-hmm. Guardians, of course, was probably the best movie that Absolutely. summer. Absolutely. Um, Transformers happened. I mean, it made like $2 billion or some yeah. shit, which is so upsetting. Not you as upsetting what? as the yes. Turtles making yes. a profit. That's probably... The, so far, the Turtles movie. I honestly, I don't know what is the worst movie of the year so far. If it's Turtles, Pompeii, or that Hercules with Kellen Lutz, like yeah. those three are in the top running for worst movie of of twenty fourteen. The, the other two I missed out on, so I can't really speak for them. I am the other two you know were bad by looking at the yeah, trailer. Yeah, I, I did. Well, you knew well, the, the other one was. I knew Pompeii was going to be bad. Yeah. Hercules, I was hoping would be good. Out of both of them, though, Pompeii is the one I had the most fun at, though. Well, that was your audience experience, though. Yeah, because we were all laughing. Yeah. Like, there was not a single serious moment in that movie. All the reviewers. Like, in the next day, we were just like, so. The Pompeii, huh? The Pompeii, huh? <laughs> they were like, oh, shit. You know, and I couldn't even believe it. Uh, that Wes Anderson flick was really good. The Grand Budapest the, yeah. Hotel, that's damn good. So, I mean, I was an overall was a decent summer. Action was fun. I mean, I enjoyed The Expendables 3. I think I was the only one in America. Yeah. It bombed. Yeah, Hard. it did. I mean, oh, Spider-Man happened. Oh, God, I totally forgot about Spider-Man. You know, Spider-Man. I do. I actually, I do keep forgetting that Spider-Man was this year. I keep yeah, thinking it was so last does Sony. Year. They're really washing their hands of that movie right now. They're but, trying to fix the fuck ups, but they're like they're still moving forward with the Sinister Six movies. I've, some reports say yes, some reports say no. I've it's heard, not confirmed. Well, I've heard that Mark Webb is talking about it. Yeah, Mark Webb talks about a lot of things. <laughs> Him and Brian Singer should sit down and just talk and just keep agreeing with just, each just other. To each other. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how it goes. I mean, the movie made a profit, but it got ripped to shreds by fans and critics. More so than the first one. Really? So, yeah, it did not do of, well critically-wise. I think I kind of like the second one more than the first one. I do in the sense that it was so terrible that I enjoyed it more. Mm, I don't know. Maybe, like, there's just, there's things about it that really ring solid for me. I'll be honest. Like we said when we talked about it when it first came out, it, it's a rough movie to watch if you focus on some of the bad things. Just let the, 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 the movie... Wash f- over you. It, it's not as terrible as you may think, but... I did enjoy the Gwen Stacy bullshit only because I'm She's such a great. comic book nerd that it was nice to see that story kind of given a slightly... A, n- a new twist just mm-hmm. so it can be fresh. And as we said, Emma Stone yeah. is great. So, I mean... Yeah. Like the entire cast lifts up Andrew Garfield. They all do great. Yeah. And he does better, you know, by being next to them. Mm-hmm. He's got that Halle Berry effect. Like, not great alone... But when you put them on a scene with a better actor, it kind of elevates them slightly. Like mm-hmm. Halle Berry, I think, is really good at X2 when she has that conversation with Nightcrawler in the back of the Blackbird. Like, that's a really good scene, but she's not bringing much to the table, but his performance elevates her performance. I'm just using that as an example. I'm granted, not saying she granted. is the end all to be all. I mean, I. Because I, I <laughs> you know I don't like Hit yeah. and Run Berry. <laughs> I, just, I just can't agree. Like, yes, that scene is great, but I feel it's only. Because of Alan Cumming. That's fair. Um, well, now that we're... Anything else you want to talk about on the final summer movies? No, I, I mean, I do kind of feel like... I kind of feel like this summer, although had some big hits, I think everyone's more eyeing 2015 at this point than we are really focusing on the present. Well, yeah, also, I mean, not only are we eyeing 2015 because of 
Everything. all the movies coming out. Um, but it is the prophesized implosion of Hollywood next year. Oh, uh, so there is the threat that Hollywood will implode so much there will not be a Hollywood for 2016. You know, <laughs> to the YouTube <laughs> Savior of Cinema. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. SaviorCinema.com. Hashtag Save Cinema. You know what? I don't, I don't know how to make hashtags. I'm in my 30s. <laughs> Sure. Um, <laughs> Hashtag I, I, don't care. Regal Regal Cinema could take a hit. They're fucking everything is too expensive. <laughs> what are you talking about? I bought a four dollar water. That isn't normal. Here's the thing: Regal Cinema's water prices more expensive than Disneyland's water prices. <laughs> Disneyland's let's, only three fifty to get a water. Let's let that soak in. <laughs> let's let that soak in a minute. We've reached the end of August Action Month. We have done the five decades of action movies that we felt were worthy enough to talk about. And we want to end with the millennials. Millenniums? Yeah. The aughts? The aughts. The, <laughs> the, the, the millennials. But mostly what is going to be referred to as the second coming of the comic book movie is really become what the action genre is now. Yeah. I mean, you still get your, for lack of a better example, Schwarzenegger, uh, Channing Tatum. Uh, we get Denzel White Washington blow yeah. up. We movies. get White House down, and we get you know, of course, three act, three comic book movies at least every year. Some Die Hard thing by Bruce Willis, or just Bruce an Willis action movie. With, thing. Yeah, people are still out there doing action movies, but on a whole, now the comic book genre is really kind of taking over as the, the new action yeah. movie. Um, we could have watched a comic book movie, but we do that. Fair enough. It's gonna happen. So well, we, we kind of did. What, no, what my point is is we didn't watch like a superhero comic yes. book movie. We basically went back to those other comic book movies that no one knows are comic book movies. Like once um, X Men and Spider Man hit it big at the at the box office, especially Spider Man. Uh, like production companies just started grabbing every uh, every comic book property they could. Yeah. Like uh, I believe it's. Um, I believe we get Hellboy after Spider-Man, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it like it's all going to link back. Movies that you didn't even know were comic books. Road to Perdition's a comic book. Nobody... You want a preference when you say Spider-Man. You mean the Sam Raimi Spider-Man. Yes. Yeah. I just want to clarify that you knew what you meant by that they're, statement. They're, they're smart people. I think they know. Otherwise, no, I'm just saying. Otherwise, you say Amazing Spider-Man. Or you just go Shitty Spider-Man. <laughs> or for me, all Shitty Spider-Man. The more... Yeah. The, the longer... <laughs> Uh, the longer it is between me and the Raimi films, the kind of the worse they get, honestly. And and I if I feel Thank bad, you. I feel bad because I, I I'm a I'm a Raimi fan, uh, and I still think two's a really good movie. Two's the only one I own, but one gets a little bleaker to me. Uh, it, that the shine fades. Uh, three was never good. Um, what is? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. What was it? Um, they need to have a Days of Future pass over the Spider-Man world to wipe that slate clean. <laughs> Sony just needs to stop trying. Uh, I mean, the, the, but for every like um, comic book movie that comes out, like you said, Road to Perdition, there's Wanted, Kick-Ass. You know, these are all technically comic book losers. Films. Oh, Losers. I enjoy Losers. It's, it's a fun movie. It's like A-Team, but yeah. not the like, A-Team. I put- which is losers. weird because Losers came out the same year as the A-Team. <laughs> I put Losers right in kind of the same vein as Wanted. 
It's like fair. it's it's a very kind of peripheral comic book that only comic book people are going to know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just a kind of simple story where the action is just a little over the top. Wanted much more so. But when I read The Losers, though, there are conversations and scenes that are straight up pulled right from that comic and put it's right up more, uh, to the screen. Yeah. Um, same with like 300 mm-hmm. or uh, The Spirit... Oh man, Sin City. At least when you look at those, you can, you can say, "Oh, that panel was on page four. You Which know, was like, neat. It, it was is super neat. I'm not cool the first time I saw. I'm it. not denying that. My point is, with Wanted though, mm-hmm. I would like to wonder if the screenwriter actually read the comic because other than the names, that's pretty much it. This. Mark Miller has a thing about taking losers and turning them into superheroes. I Wanted, mean, Kick-Ass, and that new one coming out, um, uh, the, the Kingsman, The Secret Service. Yeah. They're all about losers that, that become but, super ordinary people. Granted, that's the fun of his writing. It's, it's an easy trope, though. It, like it's, it's old as time. I'm not saying it's a bad trope. Okay. That, let me preference that. It's his favorite trope. That's my issue. Yeah, okay. Um, I'm with you. Now, Kick-Ass, I'm not a fan. Uh, I'm not a fan of the comic either. Now, I just finished reading Kick-Ass 3. What a waste of time uh. for everybody involved. Him, John Romita Jr. It was clearly someone was like, well, you got to make a 3. Yeah, Do you forced it on them. Do you got to make a 3? Sometimes you don't, you know? Um, Everything seemed pretty wrapped up there with 2. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, Wanted, today's gem, <laughs> I don't like. You did not. I did not like not this movie. At um, all. I did not like it then. And I wanted to rewatch it because I wanted to make sure that my assessment was uh-huh. still correct. Yes. No. Um, my have problems right out the gate. <laughs> that opening scene when <laughs> that guy from Harry Potter, who I don't know his name, um, decides to, he walks into that room, he's speaking to the, the beautiful Indian girl, mm-hmm. um, and then, like, the bad guy starts shooting at him, so then he decides to run to the end of the hallway, now all at this point I'm like, okay, standard action movie. Mm-hmm. Then he gets superpowers out of nowhere, and that's where I'm out. <laughs> this is either an action movie, or they have superpowers. You can't, but we just said, like, the new, you can't the new have action both. movie is... You're missing my point. Okay. They don't explain it, and that bothers me. All right. The, they do explain it, but it does feel a little bullshit. When do they explain it? They explain it when uh, they first have uh, Professor X there, and they're explaining he's not having anxiety attacks. This is a thing that only a handful of, the, of, of, of people in the world can do. It heightens their senses. Their, it's, a, it's essentially a huge rush of adrenaline... That heightens everything about them. So their their mutant ability. Their, yeah, their okay. their their strength. Their mind moves faster, so everything else goes into that kind of bullet time. Like this has a lot of uh, uh, wash off from the Matrix stylistically. I think saying wash off is being generous. It doesn't. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't try to do bullet time exactly. No, it's worse. My biggest problem is the director. I I can't say his name. And I mean that, like, physically, I don't think I can say it correctly. It's a long, very... He's a Russian film filmmaker. Mm-hmm. Russian or East 
European. You're, you're, I, I forgive me. He's from not like listening. Latveria. <laughs> yeah, he's not listening, so I don't care if he forgives me or not. Um, I, I looked at his IMDb. I've seen a handful of his films, and I don't like any of them. He 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 has some wild success with the the Night Watch and Day Watch horror films. If you ever saw any yeah, of those, I've, seen, I've, I've seen enough of them to know they're not my kind of cup of tea. Um, I did not like this. Um, I hated. Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter and this is the same kind of a, guy. It was kind of a disappointment. He overall. has a specific film style about him that he films everything very much in the Matrix style with bullet time, slow motion shots, reverse angles. I don't want to watch any more of that MTV editing from the 90s. Your trope is done. I need you to evolve as a filmmaker. This movie, I think, could have been a really fun movie and a good movie with a better director. That's my biggest issue, is that the movie is so using reused things Mm -hmm. that there's no originality in it. Fuck you, you can't bend a bullet. mm, But you're right. I I have to accept the bending of the bullet when he becomes the Flash and jumps out of a building and launches himself across the room. The first five minutes, it tells you this is not... Reality. reality. I'm fully aware of that. I'm in a movie. It's not reality. But for me, you didn't set up the world properly. And that bothers me a little bit. Like, the shooting the wings off the fly, fine. But when Morgan Freeman picks them up... Like, he had the time to pick up each little individual wing, and he yeah, goes, the, look the, at them. And I'm like, no, the sir, you didn't do was, that. Was, was a little over the top. Okay, I hear you. <laughs> I understand. Uh, I understand that you're upset. I'm not upset. I don't care. <laughs> I. This is why you now own this. I really... I purchased this for five bucks on Blu-ray and was said, you know what? I think this is going to go to you. Guess what? You now have another DVD. I really enjoy this movie. That's why, yeah, you were yeah. smiling ear to ear while yeah. I was smiling down. But, but, <laughs> I do, like, this type of movie, like, the bombastic uh, gunplay movies, um, another one is uh, Shoot 'Em Up with yeah, Clive Owen. you like Shoot 'Em Up a lot, too. I love that movie, because yeah. it is absurd, it's crazy, it's not quite, like, superhero over the top, as far as, like, look at this crazy thing, it's just like... Here's a little bit of uh, physics, and we're going to push it out. Everybody knows it's bullshit. Every, everybody <laughs> knows this doesn't work. But, but look, we kind of we kinda made it, uh, we, we mentioned a thing that you do know, and said it can do something that it can't. I think it's weird that I have trouble with this, and like shoot him up, and drive me to hell, or drive angry. What was it? Drive angry? That, that was, was a fucking fun one. thing you made me watch. Yeah. I have problems with those. But the Expendables, I completely buy and love. Right, is it the, mostly because I like that cast, though? And I'm holding on to the nostalgia no, I, I factor? Do, I, think, I do think those are different movies. I like the only, that kind of action. <laughs> the, the, only, the only measure of disbelief you have to get over in The Expendables is that everyone's ancient. Once you get past that... Morgan Freeman's older than most of those people. But he's not jumping on trains. But he ain't doing much of no. this. I mean, he's awake. He's, he's he, awake. He is awake. He's delivering, delivering his lines. Do you lines. think he's... Sam Jackson was asked before him? Or Morgan Freeman said yes and they didn't go to Sam? Because if Sam was in this, I would have enjoyed this movie a hell of a lot more. Well, sure. Because it's Because when Sam he Jackson. said shoot that motherfucker, it would have had a whole different meaning to okay. it. <laughs> Um, 2008, Sam Jackson definitely would have been a, a a contender. 
I honestly think this movie wouldn't have been as good. I honestly think Morgan Freeman as Sloane, uh, as this kind of leader of this group, and, you know, turning out to be the, the, the bad guy all along, I think it works because Morgan Freeman can play that kind of docile, in-control character as Samuel L. Jackson. I don't think he can really do it. Like, you're just... You're either waiting for him to fly off the hook, or he's already doing it. Like he, you're missing my point. <laughs> yeah, you want to change the movie completely. This is why you I want a different. You want a different movie. Everything about this movie is just pure popcorn, uh, like guilty pleasure fun for me. And that's fine. I'm not if 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 you well, you I mean you like it. Yeah. And if there's an, a listener that likes it, I'm not shitting I'm, on it I because you at like least it. Two. <laughs> that one person listening may or may not like it. Stephen Henry, let me know. But like, I don't. It didn't work for me. Yes. I'm not shitting on the movie. I mean, you I were, am, but I'm shitting were, on it in the sense of I, look. If you like it, I don't hate you. <laughs> I just think. Okay. I was I was you, worried. No, you weren't. You yeah, didn't give two fucks about me. But I'm just saying. This movie is ridiculous, and it's, it, I don't know, the over-on-topness, it angers me. Mostly because of the filming style. But that's my, another thing I like about it. My issue like it, is the filming, the way that he films, yeah. I hate. So, another director had filmed it somewhat better, I think I would have enjoyed it. The cast is fine. Hell, even Common is digestible. Um... Morgan Freeman saying the F word, I don't like it because I feel he's classier than but that. But you got so excited when he did. Because it's the only line that makes me giggle. Because <laughs> he just goes, now, shoot this motherfucker. Because you're like, look at you get all ghetto. Um, Angelina, absolutely beautiful and scary. Mm-hmm. Only because she looks like she can't lift anything because there's no muscle on her. She's so skinny in this movie. This is a really skinny She's Angelina. like a negative zero. Like, she like picks up that gun at one point. I just feel like she's like, ah, ah, give me, give me, just give me a second to lift it. They've got the gun on. Uh, it's on a, on it's fishing on a, wire. It's a fucking C stand. She's holding shit up because she can't lift shit. It's like it's like it's watching like Calista Flockhart on a right. It's just like ah, I can't pick up the gun. Gets, gets winded. <laughs> she um, walks across set. They're like, oh, she needs a stunt double to walk. It's like, I mean, she looks fantastic. She's beautiful. I she's, mean, uh, she's she's going to be beautiful forever. She's going to be one of those women who just age amazingly. Let's hope, especially especially with like the I don't know the technology we have now. I'm not <laughs> saying like plastic surgery, but like we just know how to take care of the body better longer these days than we did. 50 years ago? It's an odd statement. Um, uh, I, I think Mr. Tumnus is doing a really great job in this. Yeah. Um, I would never pick him to be the lead. But you know why? Because I don't buy him as a loser. Not at really? any point. I don't. For some reason, I don't buy him as a loser in the beginning I of the movie. I kind of, like, I mean, to, to dissect uh, his character of Wesley. Um, Wesley? Wesley? I kind of have a hard time buying him as a badass. Uh, I, I do, too. I, I have a hard time <laughs> buying him in general in the movie, but he's doing a great job. I feel, I feel he's doing a really good job being pathetic in the first, you know, kind of quarter of the movie. Yeah, that's... Uh, you got- I think they, they do a really good job, you know, like, his when he starts stressing out, his face gets really red, he no, gets that's all sweaty, yeah. he looks uncomfortable. Because uh, he read the script. <laughs> Uh, Chris Pratt is fine for his small Chris portion. Chris Pratt's got, got a, a small part but before. But it's Chris Pratt, so he is a god right now, so it wouldn't have mattered. Uh, who else? You got um, Fat Scarface. 
the, the I, knife guy really bugs I've you seen, a little bit. Well, you know what? He doesn't bug me, but he's clearly doing a thing. Like, honestly, there's nothing in this movie that turns me off. Ugh. I like every single part of this movie. Now, yes, um, the the guy who I... I think it's, is it the same guy who's on Sons of Anarchy? The fat guy? Yeah. I know, but it looks like him. It kind of look okay. It kind of looks like him. So All now you fat have guys with long hair and beard look alike too. That, that's cool. He's he's this big dude, uh, white. He's doing uh, what Al Pacino did in Scarface. Yeah, he's clearly, speaking like some Cuban. Yeah. yeah, he's he's doing. He's got this like heavy Cuban accent. Clearly a white guy who's never been to Cuba. <laughs> like Al Pacino's an Italian playing a Cuban. Yeah. It's ridiculous. But he, this man, guy, hey man. <laughs> He's, he's, got, he's like this. He's mimicking the accent. Yeah, it's awful. But for the movie, it works for me. I guess. Um, like I said, Common's good. He's got a total of five lines. Which prompted us to have a discussion about Common versus 50 Cent, where I feel Common actually has some talent as an actor, where I feel 50 Cent does not. But we agreed that Common feels like someone said, hey, you want to be the movie? And he said... Okay, yeah. where Fifty Cent was like, I want to be yeah, in a I'm movie. I'm famous. I want to be in a movie. It, yeah, and he just wants to be Fifty Cent in a movie. Where, when like when you watch Fifty Cent in a movie, I feel like you're watching him act. Common, I feel was just like, yeah, I can say a couple lines and call it a. I can hold a gun. But he, like, like he's you know. he's good in um, uh, Smoking Aces. No, no, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not saying yeah. he's not bad in thing. I'm okay. just saying uh, comparative to the rapper turned actor of the. I mean, there isn't. Is that still a thing, or are these two like the Not most really. recent at this point? Not really. It happens every so often. When like, I is Lil Wayne going to roll up and something? I mean, you know what? I honestly, Ludacris think... is trying to be an actor too now. Oh, I that's mean, true. He rolls, he's not terrible. No, I, he's not bad. I enjoy him in the Fast and Furious yeah. stuff. He's comic I mean, relief, but he's funny. They're clearly giving him a role fit for him. Ludacris is a loudmouth kind of funny rapper, mm-hmm. and so they give him a loudmouth funny character. Yeah, like they're just they're they're doing it for him, but he's doing well. It doesn't. Yeah. I don't feel like he's like he can't do the role, even no. though even though it is a mimic of him, it it does work really well. It doesn't take I, me out to I'm, see. I oh. think I think all three are fine in film. I'm just saying that there's definitely a order that they go in. In Fifty Cent is at the end of my order compared to yeah, the but other I mean two. it's the same thing as like when Ice Cube uh, was. Or not ice? Yeah, no, no fuck it. Ice, ice cube, ice cube, cube and tea. Uh, I meant, I meant actually vanilla ice. Oh, like not an actor. When, when someone's just got so famous, they're like, put them in a movie. It's gonna yeah. make instant bucks because they're famous. And like, then you see cool as ice, and you go, no, yeah. not at all. Yeah, no, no. Like it's I hear it's you. happened a bunch. Tupac was in a couple movies. Yeah, but he was actually a good actor. Yeah, actually, he, he was. He was he decent. Awful. Yeah, he knew his range and how to work with it. I mean, as he far knew, as the... He knew how to be natural. Yeah, as far as the rapper turn actor phenomenon goes, I mean, hey, Eminem was good in that one movie he did, yeah. but he was playing himself, more or less. Which is weird, because if you read the comic of Wanted, Eminem is clearly who they base that character on. Like, oh, they're really? drawing Eminem. Huh. Uh, Fox is, ha- is Halle Berry. Like, you could put yeah, the pictures up to them. Yeah, that That's what was so weird when they recast all these characters for the movie, and you're like, uh, okay. I guess Halle Berry said no. Or there were no other black actresses to ask. So we went to Angelina, but she's a name. Which is kind of why we picked this movie as far as the Millennium Action Movies goes. Because she is now kind of the action chick. She's she's one of the the few female actresses that make a profit. I mean, like her movies or not, 
they have all made well, money. True, uh, and but that's not solely based on her action films. No, but it, I'm, I'm like, using she is the yeah. name. But I mean, we we are getting more. I just read an article of um, it, it had to be Newsarama because I had to click ten times. Oh god! Um, yeah. But it was uh, actresses best suited to play Captain Marvel, uh, and they're going through, and I realized, oh, Emily Blunt, she did. Um, uh, Looper, she was pretty strong. She was in Looper, um, but she Edge did of the, Tomorrow. Edge of she's Tomorrow, yeah. very strong in it. Yeah, she is not Captain Marvel though. I don't think so as much. I mean, really, Katie Sackhoff is the one I I would really mm-hmm. want, uh, and that was their number two pick actually. Who was their number one? Um, was it a blonde actress? Yeah. Oh, I honestly can't remember. But essentially, they said Katie Sackhoff. <laughs> Madonna, was, very good pick, Newsarama. They said Sackhoff <laughs> wasn't number one because. She is not bankable. I don't think that's very fair of them to say because she chose to be in two shitty properties doesn't mean she's not bankable. But she's not a name. Yeah, but either was it, Robert Downey Jr. when they started mm, that franchise. He wasn't a name anymore, but, but yeah, they yeah. Knew, people knew who he was. I I don't I think that's a bullshit scapegoat. I, I don't think it's a reason to not pick her because I think all the pluses for her outweigh the fact that she's not in a a, a top-grossing movie yet. Yeah. Oh, and here's another example. Um, Gal Gadot. No one knows who the fuck she is, and they gave her Wonder Woman. Katie Sackhoff has more Wonder True. Woman cred than True. Gal Gadot or Gadot or whatever the fuck she calls herself. You mean her, her name. Whatever. <laughs> I think she goes by her name. Whatever, whatever. I can't be funny about it. We lost track of the movie. Did we? <laughs> <laughs> um, Angelina is good in the movie. I yes. feel that she brings a strong presence to the film. She's very, um, you don't know which way she's going, good or bad. And I don't think she goes bad towards she, the end of the movie. She definitely has her, she has a principle. I don't think she never, she ever goes bad. No, no, I say she has a principle. Yeah. She, believes she believes in, in the, the one bullshit thing in the movie. Loom of motherfucking fate. That, oh Christ. Flip a table. So fucking stupid. How, Who's looming? How does it... How does, uh, fate. Yeah, uh, fate is looming. Yeah, show me fate. Show me three old ladies sewing. You know? Like, I, show me the fates. Three, you can't just say... Three old witches with one eye. You just can't just say, oh, of fate. Running the shuttlecock across. Those strings were going nowhere. Who's putting the string in? Like That's because it was a poor prop. Uh, I'm just saying. There's unanswered questions when you drop in something called the loom of fate i want a little what? bit more mythological okay. bullshit to it and For, they uh, th- and the movie starts off that, that like the tra- that like fucking scroll in the beginning a thousand years ago blah 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 blah. you're like oh we're gonna get a flashback and then it goes six weeks ago so why did you fucking waste my time with that first couple things tell me a thousand years ago to go six weeks ago when you were gonna end up showing me a flashback later true. in the movie True. Let the flashback tell me that later. Give me more mystery up front. I'll give you that. All you gave me was confusion. It was almost like watching Green Lantern, and you know it's going to be a terrible movie when it starts off, long time ago there were many rings. You're like, I'm out. Even I, I could explain that because I work in a comic book store, but you know, Jane Doe from Wisconsin just turned to her husband and said, what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> Why are there rings in space? <laughs> Do aliens wear rings? <laughs> Um, there was multicolors at the beginning of the movie, but now we're only focusing on the one. <laughs> what happened to the other ones? Uh, okay, so uh, the 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 loom of fate, uh, which uh, is made up for the movie. Yeah, yeah. Along with I, it's been a while stuff, since but... I've read the book. I don't remember a loom of fate. Now, if there was one, 
I apologize. Okay. Like I said, it's been a while. Yeah. I own it, but I don't read it steadily. Yeah. Um, I do remember in the book, though, it is straight-up comic book. Like, people have capes. They're flying around. There's a shit monster. A, a, a One of the villains is, like, second-in-command is a giant man made of shit. Golgothan? It is kind of like that. It's drawn like that. They even talk in dialogue about how a little piece of Hitler shit is in there to make him even more eviler. Like, now, granted, I get why that wasn't in the movie, but it is such a left turn from straight up superheroes flying Superman kind of style to to, hyperbolic reality. Yes. Which comes into play with every fucking slow motion. I hate the bullet. The flipping cars. The flipping of that car. Where he flips the car to shoot the guy in the sunroof, and he's like, "I'm sorry, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry too." <laughs> you, you know, you know that he was apologizing to me. Like Mr. Tumnus was like, "I am sorry, Leland, that you had to watch this again. I am so. I'll make it up to you by playing Professor X later. Awesomely." <laughs> you know? It's it's it's. It's funny to me how completely opposite we are because you you describe the scene. A, a literal scene where and you love every Tumnus, second of it, don't you? Tumnus has to shoot a guy in a limo, and the limo is armored on the sides. Yeah, we so have he, all these super super guns, so, yeah. but and none of them are bulletproof slashing guns. Like, come on! So you can spin a Tumnus in an, old, in an old Mustang, which would not be it, able to do that. Flips it over, so they're like roof to roof as <laughs> as the car is somersaulting over this. Even you describing makes me want to punch you. <laughs> As you describe it with such disdain, I'm like, I know, I fucking loved it. Oh God, it just—it's a callback to when he was all pathetic. Oh yeah, no, I know it's a callback. <laughs> uh, all right, so anyone who hasn't seen the movie, essentially, um, we have Tumnus, who's a loser, uh, but he's got greatness in his blood, essentially. Yeah. So the fraternity, who based their entire lives around a loom. <clears throat> A loom is in, I mean, we still have them, uh, but it's what um, cloth was made of. It, what It's what strings many, many threads together to make cloth. What do you think they make when they're not fading? Oh, when um, really nice hoodies, I think. Like, comfortable polos. 10,000 thread sheets. Cow yeah. sheets. Oh, Egyptian cotton. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure uh, the, 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 the money that comes... Uh, to, to buy all these guns comes from a legit like textile company where they make the most comfortable threads. Literally, Leland, you could die in. <laughs> Is it kind of like an MIB where they're like, well, we made Velcro. Yeah. <laughs> so they got all the money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you need some kind of legit uh, business to fund your assassinating across the world. So this entire uh, organization, been around for a thousand years, bases all of their kills off of the imperfections that this one particular loom makes. Uh, that loom uh, is then translated, or that cloth is translated into binary, which comes up with names, and these people have to die because fate says so, and that eat makes balance across the world. For the greater good. For the greater good. Kill one, save a thousand. The greater good. Uh, so... The greater good. Wesley gets, Wesley? Swept, up, gets swept up in this. And he thus action yeah. ensues. <laughs> you have greatness in you. We have a training montage where he just gets beat to shit constantly. Which I don't get how trained you. It toughens you up. Does it? Yeah. I think it just breaks your face. 
and it toughens you up. And you can get put in the magic wax. Yeah, you get put in the magic wax, and you're okay the next day to get beat up some more. Ugh, the magic wax. You know what? Call it magic wax, and I'm good. <laughs> like, they, they, they say, it's like it stimulates the white blood cells Just. so that healing goes extra fast. It's, an exa- it's, it's exactly what I'm talking about, where they take a little bit of truth and blow it up to, you know, outrageous proportions. Like curving bullets. Like curving bullets, like super strength, and you could <laughs> you could run, break through a skyscraper uh, glass, and then go across a four-lane street <laughs> to the building across the way, shooting four guys perfectly in the head as you go. Or killing an entire train of people. <laughs> Families, children, oh, yeah, men, and women. The, uh, the the train scene, which I guess, like, yeah, you pointed out, this is a thing for this director, because uh, he does it again in uh, Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. Oh, man. Which Terrible. wasn't as good that time. No, oh, God. Not, not to say that this is great, but... No, I mean the CG in this is not terrible. I mean all this stuff looks fine. Yeah, it, you on know, a lower resolution, you're like, you're I'm like, sure yeah, it that's blends a, really well. That's a CG rat. But cool. We have a Blu-ray. You know, yeah, look, that rat didn't look half as bad as the CG prairie dogs and crystal skulls. So that's yeah. always a step up. True. But you know, the car is slamming around that train, and then you know he's, he's after his father, who he doesn't know is his father, but yeah. we know is his father because he's we, being trained. because we're smart individuals and we can figure shit out. You know we're that being, and, and 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 um. General Zod kind of drops some knowledge on after it the there, track, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, the train scene is the kind of the the second climax to the end. Well, the first it's the first big scene towards the it, the, be, it the begins final. the third act, yeah. And the train scene is is it's fun. You know, it's them shooting and their bullets keep hitting because they're so in sync. They're so good. They can ricochet bullets yeah. with their bullets. You know, and, and Angelina is looking hot doing whatever the fuck she does. I, I, I like the smoky eyes. Like, oh, God, she just looks like a supermodel. Like she looks like a cracked out Kate Moss with a gun. Like, she's she's, she's heroin chic. Yeah, <laughs> trash de blanc. Yeah. But, like, you know... Um, you know, and she's fighting everybody, but they kill all those people on that train. Like, and I know oh. that's not the point. You're not supposed to think about that. But I know yes, collateral people, damage. Yes, it's people, just, people died on that train. No, not just people. No, everybody. <laughs> nobody necessarily did it on purpose. No, I didn't. Well, they could have got off the train. It, it, it is it is exactly uh, the, uh, the um, casualty, the uh, collateral damage. Yes, I just of, said that. Yeah, I know, I know. Okay. I'm, I'm just, I was just like, you're not even listening no, to me I'm anymore. saying I'm agreeing with your point. They're just collateral damage. You're just thinking this, of that car flipping over, hunt. shooting that fat guy. It's amazing. <laughs> I love it. But in, in saying all that, the, and they do it, that same move twice. Oh, several times. Um, the I don't dislike the in in finale fight. Like I think it's got some good moments. I like when he, you know, bursts through the window and mm-hmm. and, and the loom of fate is all being exploded, and he's shooting everybody is running out of bullets which I like I always hate when there's unlimited bullets bullets. it drives me crazy Um, I like that he's running out and he's as he's killing people he's picking up the guns in midair like all that is really neat I I, I like that I don't know why it works for me towards the end of the movie but it doesn't work for me at the beginning of the movie maybe because by the time I get to the end I just don't give a fuck anymore and I'm just like whatever they didn't seem to care why should I Uh, I, I I like the scene with between 
him and the guy that used to beat him up. He picks up um, the body and uses oh, yeah, the human shield. You know? his, with his with the barrel of the gun yeah. in his fucking <laughs> eye socket, he keeps shooting other guys while he uses the fixer. The, like, know, the totally Irish guy. Like, it's funny because if Schwarzenegger did it, I would have been like, oh, you know. <laughs> you know what? I bet if I bet if this movie was uh, in the wrapped, wrapped around Schwarzenegger, oh you'd God. be fine. Oh, fuck yeah. Would have been the greatest movie ever made. I would have been like Citizen Kane and the Schwarzeneggers wanted. So, so everybody, so everybody was just too small and skinny to be doing this. Yes, that's needed, my major issue. Needed a bunch of beefcakes. Yeah, it was the Schwarzenegger, Sigourney Weaver, um, <laughs> Sigourney Carl Weaver Weathers, is, is, uh, Angelina uh, Jolie, and, and Sam Jackson. <laughs> so age the entire movie by thirty years. Yes, that's that's. What I want I want those. People. You, want, you want the unwanted? <laughs> oh yes. That's what I want to do. <laughs> oh, who plays Common? Wesley Snipes. <laughs> I assume that was uh, um, Carl, Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers. Nah, yeah, Wesley Snipes. <laughs> Carl's got that old. <laughs> I'd say uh, Wesley Snipes is more unwanted than Carl Weathers right now. Put on pump. Yeah, they made a joke in Expendables Three. They About said, they're like, "Why are you in jail?" He goes, "Tax evasion." I was like, "Oh, come on, guys. That's just come on." And even he looked like I don't. I don't want to say it. Please don't make me say it. <laughs> Can't I just say a killing vampires? Like I don't want to reference your other movies. Don't yes, reference like, real life. I was a detective. <laughs> your real, I, your collective real lives are kind of sad. <laughs> I didn't learn the art of war. He just kind of winks at the camera, like remember that movie, y'all. <laughs> it's like, and he just starts naming his other movies. Murder at sixteen hundred. <laughs> Why men can't jump? <laughs> like, they're all just. Why is he saying things? Schwarzenegger's like, I don't know. Um, that was Schwarzenegger. Stallone says, I don't know. You know, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm hot and tired. Uh, y- yes, uh, I do enjoy the end scene where they confront Morgan Freeman and they talk about he's actually been manipulating the loom yeah. because you know they would have had to kill and themselves or all his they, assassins they would have, would have everybody died. Everybody would have been dead already. Which is, I like that Angelina has that poignant in kind of look. Like she's like, well, that's what fate desires. So mm-hmm. I'm going like to shoot this bullet that circles an entire uh, room. It curves so much. But not, only does, but not even does it curve to make a loop, but she's not a tall lady. And all those other dudes were clearly six two and up, and they hit. They made her look taller. Yeah, she's wearing like nine inch heels. Yeah. But I'm just saying. So but, she's at the right but, height. But like the bullet went to everybody's head. I know suspension head, of disbelief head, at neck, this head, point. Neck, head, neck, it just yeah. was like she's taking them all out. She she gets like eight dudes, yeah, including Common. Yeah. <laughs> That's your stipulation, including Common. Well, I'm just saying there was like two people you would you would actually know. Everyone else was a. Fill in thug. True. Who can bend bullets? <laughs> I, I like that scene, but I think I only like it because that's where Morgan Freeman says that line. It's a whole buildup just for I, that one line for me. <laughs> I really, I really like the simple fact that um, the the twist of the movie is not that the loom of fate is a lie. Would you say it was the curve of the movie? Nope. I would never say that. <laughs> It's not that the loom of fate is a lie. I wish bad things upon you. It's that Morgan Freeman was misusing the loom. It's it doesn't the movie doesn't. You can tell me that with a straight face. It just makes me want to flip a table. It's 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 one more thing that I really like about this movie. Do you think he was having conversations with the three fates? (laughs) 
Whereas he the embodiment of the three fates? Like, he's the eye. He's the eye? <laughs> yeah, like, the three fates conjured black magic to create the eye in a human form, and they chose the form as Morgan Freeman. That's... <laughs> You know what? Fuck it. If it happened in this movie, if they if they if they worked like a Greek angle into this, <laughs> well, why the hell instead not? of like a weird Assassin's like Creed, Percy shit? Jackson meets Percy Jackson meets Oh man, he's fighting people with his pen sword, deflecting bullets. <laughs> I will say I don't like when people um, deflect bullets with swords. Yeah, I'm not a fan of it. Honestly, I can I almost never believe that it's that the person doing it is 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 that well trained. Let alone watching a turtle do it. <laughs> watching Fat Elvis do it. Oh God! I'm just like, really? Yeah, that's cool. Your reflexes are that fast. All right, it's cool. I mean, he also can do like the super, you know, adrenaline rush. Yeah. So I'm just saying, I just I just don't dig it as a thing I see in action. Movies. Yeah, it, it's a thing we see a lot. Like I would rather see someone catch an arrow. Like, I think that's badass. Apparently that's a thing that really... Yeah, yeah I think can people do. can do it. Yeah, yeah, I've seen circus shows or whatever, but, like, in a movie, though, like, I think it's badass. Like, when Green Arrow does it, mm -hmm. it's, it's badass. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Ollie about to get funk. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, like, it, it's it's tough to believe a bullet can move... Uh, a, a bullet that, that moves so fast, someone has the reflexes to deflect it. Yeah, I... I mean, maybe they can't, like... Or even a, cut it in half. Or, or an old century. Like, they do. They pull up those Assassin's Creed guns in this. And I'm like, why, Which never why? pay off. No, they're just there for show. Yeah. You don't need them. They only fire one shot. And you have to, like, stop, pour the gunpowder yeah, yeah, yeah. in, pack, pack it. it. <laughs> like, you don't got that kind of time no, with Morgan Freeman no. trying to shoot a motherfucker. Like, it doesn't work that way. You got Angelina in common coming at you. <laughs> I just, I just like how the, how the entire plot um, doesn't the the folly of, of of the plot is not that the most insane part. Uh, I think the loom is crazier than the adrenaline rush. Fuck yes, it is. That's not what is the lie. The lie is is Morgan, Morgan Freeman. Freeman. Yeah, well, hu human. Man's human, yeah. man's hubris, man's greed. yeah, humorous and, and, and yeah. hubris, yeah, yeah. humorous. His humorous bone really comes into play. Like he's like, you see that Richard Pryor album? That shit is funny. We're gonna keep that alive. <laughs> I like Richard Pryor. Oh fuck, it's it's so <laughs> Look, funny. He was place. the only one I went with. It, I, Delirious? I, I, no, I, I had Richard Pryor under Brian because they are doing a biopic of his movie, his oh, life, yeah. and they cast someone. And I was reading up on that actor today. So that's why Richard Pryor's on my mind. <laughs> Um, no, I, I don't think Eddie Murphy is, uh, no. no. You don't think Delirious is amazing? Nah. I, it, Fuck no, you. No, neither is Raw. It's Raw's not, not it's, as good. It's not for Raw, me. Raw is, is a, a large leap away from Delirious, but Delirious is fucking amazing. That's fair. It just didn't work for me. It's a little too much um, bashing on other people. Like, it's a little too much. Mm, I get it. And it's I get just it. like, all right, I, yeah, you're being, okay, I see what you're doing. All right, you're funny. Go, go be Gumby, damn it! <laughs> if if Tosh can make a, uh, a living off of it, then Eddie Murphy can do it be uh, better. Oh, I'm not denying that Eddie Murphy definitely is better than Tosh yeah. 2.0. <laughs> the fact that you can put them in the same comedian train is like upsetting. <laughs> the dog don't know his own name, Eddie. <laughs> uh, I I I, th I think we beat this horse dead. Um, 
this is a movie that it's got a lot of things going for it that are fun. I'm not going to deny that. But for some reason, I can't drink the Kool-Aid on this. I don't know why. I really don't. I think my biggest concern, I don't like the director. I don't like how he films, and that bothers the shit out of me. I have no issues, really, with the... with. Um, the way things are shot mm-hmm. or well I mean d- directing style aside like I think the gunplay is fine mm-hmm. all the bullshit with the car as bullshit as it is it is funny mm-hmm. like I'm not gonna deny when he flips that car over it is funny um the train Angelina being all hanging out of a car driving with her beautiful leg and you know all that shit it's fine if it was another movie I would be like hurry up and take my money all my money but for some reason I can't get behind it mm. I don't know why I, like I said I think it has to do with the director I'm really sad for you oh okay I, 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 I do like other things that are cooler than this so I think I'm okay mm. good I'm glad you can hold on to that I think <laughs> okay wanted, thanks <laughs> I honestly if it, if it was on Netflix I would give it like fuck it I'd give it four stars like the, the, four, the, the I love it this and like, like like I said earlier, it's kind of like that guilty pleasure, but I don't even want to make it sound like it's even that bad. I honestly think this movie um, does exactly what it wanted to do and executes it just right. Like, Shoot 'em Up. I think Shoot 'em Up is another movie that... No, I'm not nails, denying that. It does it exactly really, what yeah. you think it's going to be. It yeah. nails exactly its its purpose. Yeah. And I really love that, that type of movie. And I'm... So... Mazel tov. <laughs> just, just saying, for me, it doesn't do it, but great, you know. Um, uh, any other uh, action movies of the last 50 years that you think have been... Over the last 50 years? Yeah, just, well, you know, just all movies? All movies. <laughs> yes. um, You're like, all well, movies, I mean, yes, all movies. <laughs> uh, we've, we've mentioned um, kind of peripherally uh, about its, its impact, but Matrix is a huge movie uh, in... In cinema in general, as as well as uh, action movies and how they're done. I mean, every movie was a Matrix ripoff for at least... Last week. Yeah, up up, up until... Yeah, last week. (laughs) We saw Sin City, too. (laughs) um, It really did kind of change a lot about how we make action movies. Um, We didn't choose it because we kind of felt like it's just... I don't know, maybe just too on the nose, too kind of in the middle. It's I just too, don't want to watch it. You don't want to watch it again. <laughs> I mean, you you said you, you just recently watched them all, like, within yeah. a couple months ago. Yeah. Um, Stank's still there. I gotta, yeah. I gotta wait a while. But, I like, I think it's kind of more interesting to be able to point out how long this movie has, uh, or how long The Matrix has affected cinema. This movie, it came out 2008. It's nine years after the first uh, Matrix movie. Its reach is long and still wide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not going to deny that statement. So, I mean, you, you, we didn't do it, but I think we definitely... Uh, we're doing it now, so we, we're good. <laughs> yeah. Hold on your seats. We're going for another hour. <laughs> so Hold there's on a, to your butts. There's a guy named Neo. <laughs> um, September is, uh, you know, September's here uh, soon. I mean, this we're still in August, but September's next week. Monday. Um, yay, September. Um, you know, we're going to head all into the fall. And you know what that means? Halloween. New Oreos. The caramel apple Oreo that is in stores right now. Get it. I'm gonna... Don't even question it. Just buy yourself two packages. They are... 
gods among Oreo men. I'm going to say I'm, I'm disappointed you didn't bring me any. Maybe I have an extra bag. Maybe I'm waiting for October. Maybe that maybe, bag's going to stay in the closet until October. May, maybe we shouldn't have to wait that long. <laughs> just, just I, I don't feel September's a caramel apple season. <laughs> it's always time for caramel apple. Maybe on the 150th show, that'll be the special surprise. Caramel apple Oreos and a movie. I don't want to wait that long. <laughs> it's two weeks. You're fine. <laughs> Look at you. You're wasting away to nothing. You can wait a couple weeks for fatty foods. <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> uh, so that is us for this week. I am, of course, Leland here with Spooky. You can reach us at gmail.com, uh, the Twitter, the Facebook. You can leave us a note on iTunes. That would be very nice and honest and righteous of yourselves. Any final words on August Action Month? I'm just a podcaster who can bend bullets. Cool. I've got nothing. You, you, you kind of gave me nothing for me to give you nothing yeah. in return. I worked a line from the movie. Oh. Yeah. You're just a thug who can bend bullets. Is that what he says? Yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's what he says after he says, like, or that's what he says right before he goes, you can shoot this motherfucker. Yeah. Best line ever.